2: Um, Strange lube is unbelievable. Yeah. I it, I oh
1: my god. We've got it's to so
0: get something of Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking a for Christmas. Um, lovely. Okay. All right. Headphones there if you want them. My headphones don't yeah. stretch, but it's fine. I don't really need them. I don't. I don't need them. I don't need Ooh, them, I can. I can, need I, can them. I can. hear you. <laughs> it makes yeah, us. You, make, you want to hear how you're coming across? No, no I, don't I, I'm, I don't I know I'm, I'm coming across brilliantly. <laughs> Spontaneity Shop presents The Guilty Feminist Watchers, and just like that, The Sex and the City Reheal, with me, Deborah Frances White, and my very special guests, Cyrus Lowe and Lee Knight. Season 2, Episode 7, February 14th. Hello, hello, I'm Deborah Frances White, and with me are my guests, Cyrus Lowe. Hello, Cyrus. Hello. And Lee Knight. Hello, Lee. Hello. Cyrus Lowe was recently absolutely brilliant in a play in the West End that I saw and uh, have not stopped thinking about called Best of Enemies. Genuinely brilliant in it. But you can also catch him on Netflix as Treason, which I have not seen, but I'm now immediately going to. And Lee Knight, who you can see on The Northwater, on BBC iPlayer, on Netflix, on The Last Letter from Your Lover, and in the upcoming Hamlet, the movie with Ian McKellen. Uh welcome, welcome, welcome to And just like that, season two, Rewatch, Reheal, Episode 7, February 14th. How are you feeling overall about this episode compared to previous?
1: Um, well, I think it's a really appropriate you've got our song because I think it was the gayest episode. I mean it was literally <laughs> for the for the gays, I think. Um so I'm yeah. What's what's
2: what's the Biggest thing that's driving you saying that. Well what about, wo- about this particular episode? Well the word fisting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony's breadbasket.
2: Oh my like, d-
1: I was talking about the breadbasket. You yeah, yeah, we were yeah, talking about yeah, the breadbasket. The breadbasket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it was a breadbasket episode. And was, Aiden. And Aiden, just just Aiden being Aiden. I
1: mean, yeah, I yeah. think that was yeah, yeah.
0: Bring bring Aiden back for the gays. I think so. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh I don't I don't I don't disagree. <laughs> um what's your history with Sex and City, can I ask, lads?
2: Well, I was when you kindly asked us to come on the podcast. I was thinking about my history, and I remember I had all the DVD box sets. Mm. So every box set of every series. Um, my favorite series was Series Four. Um, and a classic, a m- classic, and I'll never forget them when Samantha moves to the Meatpacking District. Oh yeah, and she's on the rooftop with the drag queens, and it's just yeah. classic New York. So I've loved the series. Um, you know the films were the films. And
0: And looking back on that drag queen episode, I think actually now it's the, the framing of that is, let's call it problematic. Is that <laughs> is that point.
1: when Samantha was screaming over the balcony that the drag queen's waking her up? Yeah. And she said, if you don't get that thing out of my ass, I'm going shit on it.
0: Yeah. That episode? I, I think so, yeah. Was,
1: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but she, worrying that I remember
0: that. Yeah, it's just the way that the transgender sex workers were framed mm, were not, right. and I think I can, cannot be too clear about this, as transgender sex workers. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, yes, it, of course. I know what you mean in terms of the whole of the the landscape felt very alive and connected in New York And
2: And I also wonder, looking back on it, whether it was me actually appreciating seeing some people of colour in it. Yeah. No matter how they were represented back then.
0: Yeah. When I've been, I've watched a few episodes recently just to sort of tie in from here to now. And I'm surprised actually... There were people of color, you know, just some Miranda's neighbor who would come in and help her with Brady would be a black woman, or you know, Miranda would be dating a black woman, or there's so many more black and brown people that I remember when I look back. It's just no feature was made of it, you and know? in the in the and just like that, and obviously, if you made Sex and City now, you wouldn't have four white leads, but there were lots of supporting Margaret Cho-style characters mm. who were just just being themselves and being people in New York.
1: But I think that's the thing. It was um, supporting, wasn't it? It was, it was always, always supporting. Always supporting. It was always supporting. It was barely supporting. Yeah. It was barely in. Yeah,
0: but the featuring of the black and brown people in And Just Like That. How do you think race has been handled in Sex and the City OG versus And Just Like That? How do you feel about all the racial stuff in this I think series? it's.
2: I think series one was ridiculous in terms of that stuff, but I feel like in series two... They are getting more of the story, their storylines, which aren't specifically related to their race. And we had that thing with the cab, which is like, okay, that was New York 10 years ago, I hope. Mm-hmm. We could, he can just get an Uber now. Um, but I think like the Wexleys, who I'm just loving, their storylines feel just like about human beings rather than being about their race. We all love the Wexleys. You particularly, you're in love with Lisa Wexley.
0: Well, she is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, I think. And, and her she, wardrobe is just unbelievable. In
1: this. But she's an incredible actor.
0: Yes. Do you agree? I think she's a wonderful actor. I think she's a
1: very, very good actor.
0: And I think she is perfect for this show. Yes, yes I, I agree. think she's really perfect for this I show. I think there's too many other, I mean, we discuss this every week and I bore everyone with this every week, but there are too many characters like, like you, well, you can't keep up. Yeah,
1: I did hear you. I I was listening to the other episodes, and I heard you. I think you were discussing that with Jess Regan. There is a, sometimes you kind of they they put a bit of a web out, and then you sort of. Come back to say Miranda's situation. They did that quite a lot in this episode, I think, where they were casting a lot of nets and you got a bit it got a little bit confusing. I almost forgot that Miranda was on a date in this episode or was on her date and then Carrie was going to have her date with Aidan. It was all mm. I couldn't keep up with it. There was a lot happening. There and this... I just wanted to see one or two rather than. There's I, so yeah. much
0: happening. I'm gonna do my recap. In this Valentine's Day special aired in July, Carrie meets Aiden for dinner and just like her 35th birthday party, she gets stood up in the restaurant not knowing he's in the place next door. Anthony takes a stand-in hot fella bread delivery man on television and you can see his penis clearly through his jumpsuit. Uh, Naya stays home and makes herself a souffle in a typical Naya doesn't really get a plot (laughs) situation. (laughs) Seema books a massage for her and Carrie, and they're unaccountably seeing couples only. Uh, Charlotte eats a hash brownie, gets rushed to hospital, and realises both her children are ghastly to her, and she just lets them walk all over her, something that we've noticed every week. Uh, So she's going to be the only woman in the world to take a 20-year career break and walk back into her old job. Lisa Todd Wexley becomes obsessed with controlling her son's girlfriend, who she thinks is taking liberties. Che almost literally saves the cat, the screenwriting term for redeeming a character, by finding a stray dog and taking their old job at a veterinarian's. Miranda asks out a honey-voiced audiobook reader who specialises in Jane Austen that when she gets there is not as romantic as advertised, as the sexy reader has unaccountably locked her cat in the bathroom and put the kitty litter in the living room like no one has ever done. <laughs> and finally, Aiden wants to come home with Carrie, but can't step over her threshold because bad memories live in the apartment where he put down some floors, leading Carrie to go and stay in a hotel and cheat with Big for the first time and knocked down a wall, leading Carrie to have a I can't marry you meltdown. Uh, so that is everything that happened in Sex and the City this so week. So much.
2: I, I, and I know they're up against it time-wise. Aiden changed his mind very quickly, I thought.
0: Very quickly. So let's get into it. Let's get into <laughs>
2: yeah, it. Yeah, he did change his mind quite um, quick. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's get into it. Okay. All right. So... Well, let's start with Carrie. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, it opens. It opens. what well, sorry, not the meat and potatoes of Aiden. <coughs> yes, oh, but not the big yeah. place of Anthony's yeah. storyline. The different meat and potatoes. But it, so it opens with Carrie checking her email, and Aiden has written back. Uh, she immediately shuts the laptop. She's like so scared to look at it, and slowly opens it again. And she discovers he's invited her out on Valentine's Day. What did you think of this storyline?
1: Before we go into that storyline, I have to say something that is really bugging me. Because when that was happening, what I can't get over is why there's a yellow shelf behind her headboard. Have you noticed it? Oh my God, that's
2: all I... Lee's noticed it a lot.
1: There's a yellow... (laughs) Okay, so in past episodes when she was in bed with Thursday Guy her yeah. podcast producer. Also a Thursday. She was in bed with oh, him.
0: Yes, she only has sex on Thursday. Now. She
1: only has sex... She was, mm-hmm. she was in bed with him and she's got a double yellow shelf behind her. So she, her head is slanted. You can't sit up. So he was set up and she, it only covers mm. half the bed. So she can never sit up in bed. bed. No, because there's a yellow shelf that's full behind her. And so it's weird. bright It's so weird. And now I've said it that you are, you're going to see latest. nothing else. So I couldn't focus on the email she was sending because I just mm. thought you, you, that, who put that there? Mm. It's bugged me from episode one.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, is okay. that just All me. Right. No, this is an important decorating note, uh, and
1: I, I told I you I was going to bring the gay to this. I'm you going to bring really, the not you have sophistication. Not
0: disappointedly, the <laughs> there's right, more to come. Right down on the table before we can even get to love, decor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she she accepts this invitation to Valentine's Day dinner. There's a discussion between the girls. Is does he know it's Valentine's? Well, if he does know that it's romantic if he doesn't know, well, his girlfriend can't be saying, well, you going out with someone else on Valentine's Day? I don't think so. Uh, so clearly he must be single, they're all assuming. Yes. Love that conversation because I love the way that women deconstruct. Um, do gay men deconstruct as much as women? If you got an invitation like that, would you sit around going, do you think it means this? Do you think it means that? Could you listen to the voicemail?
1: Yes. I Now we, we, we've been um, sharing a, a house with – it's a gay house – and I would have not known the answer to that before moving into this this gay house. You're sharing that we're in.
0: a gay house at the moment. Yeah, we and are how we're in many London. Texts? Do you have to deconstruct?
1: There's a lot, and and <laughs> I think and because because they're all single and we're obviously not. There's a lot of conversations of deconstructing it. You know, when you're just making your coffee in the morning and like mm. you know, there's a lot. It's it, don't do you agree? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's there's a lot of that. So yes, I think possibly even more so.
0: There cannot be a Morso, Lee. I, d- I oh, mate, defy okay. you to find a Morso.
2: Maybe then- move into this gay house
3: and <laughs> see for yourself. But I did,
2: oh. I'm, I mean, Charlotte, I'm okay. going in and out with Charlotte. Mm. I'm going in and out. Um, but I liked the way she was driving that conversation. Yeah. And it felt classic Sex in the City.
0: It really did. Yeah. It really did. And it, this is, I felt this episode, we're coming back into it.
2: Mm. I felt it we're was, coming back I, into it. it. Had mo- I think what's so good,
1: I was trying to figure out whether it was like, it's a sitcom, right? It's a sitcom. Is that? It's, yeah. It's I,
0: like, it was a comedy drama. It's becoming much more sitcom it's now. It's
1: much more, I mean, the text, it's got be, to gotta be much more sitcomy. But what I think it does really well is you fall into these moments of, Hilarity, very sitcom, almost popcorn, and mm. then it hits you in the gut with some pretty lovely moments. Yeah, Do you know they and I think in this episode, I know I'm derailing a bit, but there was some lovely moments which really got me, and I think mm. it kind of keeps us going with that. It seems to know what it's doing, so it knows you know it's going to serve you those moments, and then it's going to get you. And, and I think this episode that happened quite a few times.
0: Yeah, I felt I felt feelings. I think probably uh, for the first time uh, in this episode, where I've been enjoying watching it, I've been enjoying catching up with it, but I haven't mm. felt much, yeah. which I used to in the old one. Um, and I don't know if it's that Aiden coming back, but it does feel like it. We might be getting back on. On. I
1: the- think that was a beautiful moment on the stairs. I know you said it turned around quite quick. It did, um, but that moment, the way I think you've got two really wonderful actors
0: mm.
1: and I think, you know, I, what I think, did, sorry, go, go on. I think Sarah es- just es- 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 is a fantastic guy. I just, every time I just think she's wonderful. And that moment with them on the stairs, it got me. <sighs> did it, did it get you? Uh, it did. did because you know I think of- that you could see the pain. You could see that yeah, coming back in coming that back history. Back. Mm. And I just, yeah, in that moment I did. Yeah.
0: What did did you think of the moment where they first saw each other where he was just suddenly on the street behind her and they turned around and then she went to him and they hugged?
1: Well, I thought it was lovely and gorgeous, but they definitely made him look like a superhero. He was in some (laughs) kind of like... um, He was in some kind of like... Tied round the waist, black, big-shouldered, grease-back hair. He yeah. did. They, I think that was a choice. They made, he sort he of has to have been. He yeah, he looked a been. bit like Keanu Reeves. In somebody the sort of, said. You know.
0: Somebody on Twitter said, Aidan Shaw seems to be back from the Hunger Games, <laughs> and he's just and uh, just something of like that. There must have been. They, I mean, it's such a fashion show; it can't be accidental. It can't be like, oh, what have we got that fits him? You know, it's a fashion show. But he said he lost twenty pounds. I think he was joking. He oh, said, I've okay. lost £40 since you emailed me five days ago. I yeah. So yeah. I think he was, she says, you haven't changed. He's like, no, I've lost £40 since you emailed me, i.e. I wanted you to see me like you used to see me, but I think that was just a gag. I
2: thought it was rude. Is she, she said, you haven't changed, and he didn't say anything back. <laughs> you haven't
0: changed? Yeah, no, I really haven't. Comparatively, I would say I've done really well.
1: <laughs> but just talk, do you think the fashion is on point this season? Do you think
2: they're like... Oh.
0: It, it's really a mixed bag for me. It's, it's a mixed big.
2: bag.
0: Lisa Todd Wexley is amazing in every scene. That red. Oh, oh I mean her...
1: her, her Valentine's her Day red
0: and also the red for the Met.
1: Oh, when she was peering through it to yeah, walk down but the street. That, oh. that where and she's
0: walking s- down the street. That was and, stunning. Yeah, unbelievable. But I think... Uh, the thing is with Carrie, she always used to look like she was one of those women who did put stuff together from her wardrobe, whether it be she was given something because she was a journalist and then she'd mix it with something she'd found in a charity shop and something probably from her mum years ago or whatever. And she used to put these looks together. And, yes, she's a much more wealthy woman now. She was you know, yeah. always trying to pay a rent back then. But... It's very layered for me now and I worry that there's so many long layers and I don't know whether it's an insecurity or whether that's their feeling of, oh, she's got to have changed because she's in her 50s. But I know a lot of women in their 50s who don't dress that differently from when they were in their 30s and maybe they're not showing as much midriff now. But she had, a, she
1: had a tunic on from I think it was a designer called Mara Actually Life or something, this this beautiful tunic, but then she had loads of layers over it so you couldn't actually see the beauty of that designer. It was quite quite. Layered.
0: What do you think? What do you guys think about the fashion? Do you think it's...
1: Well, I appreciated the little pigeon p- pigeon handbag from J.W. Anson with her, the little yes. chewing coming. Did you see that?
0: You need to be the constant fashion expert on this show. I we mean... need to get you in every week just to oh talk my about God. fashion. Well, that... That, did you see that pigeon? How Did you notice that? It kind of popped How up. How could you not notice that yeah, she was carrying was, a full
3: pigeon? A
1: full <laughs> pigeon. That's, I think that's J.W. Anderson. And it's, um yeah, it only fits like chewing gum and maybe some coins in.
0: It evoked to me the little duck bag that, uh, do you remember Big bought her a duck bag and she said, he doesn't know me. Mm. And he took it to a party where all the women were carrying one of Oh, these yes, yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And it, it evoked that. But it was a sort of more down to earth. That was a sort of, Damonte duck, and this was a sort of just the average New York pigeon you'd see on the street, just made into a bag.
1: <laughs> just something that popped up. You said about her having a lot more money now, which she does, because she was going to write a check for a hundred thousand. Oh, they're all too oh. 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 But you, what you look at her bed sheets. You yeah. look at her bed sheets. That's that's. I don't know what's happening in her flat. Yeah. The the yellow shell. People shelf spend their and, money
2: on what they want to spend it on. Do you think? She's, yeah. What?
1: The, look you, at her sheets. They're like IKEA sheets. <gasps> And it's not acceptable. Too low a No, I've count. got Ikea sheets, but I'm not Carrie Bradshaw. But it's the, it's, yeah, have a look.
0: If you had Carrie's money now, which seems to be just multi-millions, you would definitely have the highest plus thread count, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I think so. I like the fact she's got old wood in that. She's got, like, she came in in this episode, she put her keys down, and there was this moment where you saw this old wood. I love that old wood. And then this piece of art, which was probably Biggs, and it was, mm. it's just stunning, and it had a light above it. It was just, and I think they're making a point of, of how her life's changed, even mm. in her apartment, because you have got those sheets and a yellow shelf, and then you've got, they keep showing this beautiful art because she's obviously moving stuff around from uh, where she was before. And it's quite an eclectic mix of money and. She's you
0: know. gone back to her place, but I, do you think they're all too rich now? I feel like someone was saying this the other day that they feel they're unrelatably rich.
2: Well, also rich. Well, the fact that one of the high drama moments of this episode was the fact they went to a spa and they couldn't have their massages because it was couples only on Valentine's Day in a scene that we felt was about 20 minutes long. It's way too long. Um, Oh my God. uh, Yeah. yeah, uh, Going back to the clothes question, I felt like with Carrie, every episode there was like one statement outfit and it feels like they're trying to have a statement outfit in every scene. Mm. I think that might help, you know, go to the unrelatable thing. Um, Mm. Yeah.
1: But also... they are all I think they've always been not really well there's always been an this this um comeback series as I felt it was they weren't relatable from the films as well you know it kind of went a bit mad their wealth went a bit mad but um Miranda I don't get that vibe from her I I don't know what's going on with her at the moment and She's in very strange clothes. She's coming. She's <laughs> in. She's in strange clothes because uh, she's in. Stra- she doesn't. She, you know, they had that scene. Where she doesn't know sexuality. What am I? Am I? You know, <gasps> lesbian. Or, but I just think I can't keep up with who Miranda is. I think because, I know
2: why. Go on. I think the directing of the episodes is taking up so much time. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> she's
1: directing. She's. Re- directing. She's
2: requested no. No, um, no, I'm joking. I. I actually think she's started very clowny at the beginning of this series. And I feel like she's slightly coming back to herself in the last episode. I really
0: hope so. Do you think that the the brunch talk about is Miranda a lesbian, is she, what is she, that to me really shows that Sex and the City has not matured very much for all of its attempts at Mm. being contemporary. Because this really evoked for me, and as listeners, regular listeners know, I, I love an Easter egg, there was an episode where she dates a character played by uh, the guy who played Tag in uh, in Friends. She basically goes out with Rachel's boyfriend Tag in Friends. Tag is
2: oh oh, who we met? Yeah, we
1: met him yeah. We met, met him. yeah, we met him at a year, wedding a few years ago. Yeah, stop it right and now. And st- tell me everything. He's still as. Gorgeous.
2: Is he? What's his? What's his name?
1: Married with kids. But Married still with kids. Gorgeous. Yeah, he was well, wonderful. You would change him quite a lot. No, just because we're both actors, we had a lot of
2: in common. Yeah, heard yeah. <laughs> oh, that before. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so you know Tag from
2: Friends. I mean, no. Uh, we met him at a wedding. We had. Did some you drinks. change numbers? Did I think that's what email address? Yeah, yes, you swapped is. email addresses. Yeah, so you've well, got it's coming email address, out now, isn't it? I've got, <laughs> well, I've got tags, email address.
0: I'm going to need to know more about that after we stop recording. So am I. And I'm going to need to know the email address. <laughs> I actually did. I did text the number for Aiden just to see if we get anything back, <laughs> uh, because I saw. I thought, well, hold on a minute. How does she know it's Aiden? And I looked and saw, screenshot the number on now. And so I thought, I'll text just in case. I just texted, I'm here, where are you? Just to see if we get anything back, because it wasn't the normal 555. Uh, but nothing yet, nothing yet. Okay.
2: You well, we might, her. by the end of the episode, we might... Um...
0: I'm hoping Aiden's going to text me back, is what I'm
2: saying.
1: Can mm. I just say about Miranda? So she wakes up mm. in pyjamas that hearts all over.
2: Yeah. Right? A shirt like that. Did you, did you no, you, I love you, it. Did you, but did you think about my shirt when you saw
1: it? No, you? I was focused on what we were doing today. But <laughs> no, but I loved... The pajamas, but Miranda in those, and then she can't get up in the morning. And I know she's tired. It's like this is Miranda, who's a lawyer, who now no. can't even wake up. Who, she she's got heart pajamas who hates and can't corporate
0: law. Who, who she she can't, she but divorced. she
1: but she can't <laughs> even wake herself up. It's like she's lost. Like just because she's sort of you know her sexuality is uh, fluid or what? you know she's yeah. trying to find who she is even though none of her friends said it doesn't matter just whoever you like it's great they're trying to put her in a box uh,
0: why are they doing that well this is this is what I was saying about Tag your just new best friend Eddie
2: Eddie Cahill Eddie Cahill Eddie, your Eddie, new yeah. best
0: friend whose email you have uh, <laughs> he he was going out with Carrie and he was bisexual and every time a man walked past she'd say are you checking him out oh my god are you gay or straight and she couldn't get her tiny mind around the idea of bisexuality and this was in the naughties. Mm. And when most people I think understood what bisexuality was, maybe I actually misremember because remember Phoebe from Friends had that song for children that said some <laughs> some what it was it? Some men like men and some men like women or something. And then it was and then there are bisexuals, but some just say they're getting themselves. Oh yes. la, yeah. La, yeah, la, la, yeah. La, I remember la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 la. that that was pretty much how bisexuality was treated then. But surely with this new coat of paint which is so extravagantly being layered over the top of Sex the City now if we understand inclusion surely we should have come to a place where you don't say to your friend at brunch you only like women now and she goes well my last partner was non-binary actually and I was just drawn to that person so I don't know who I'm going to be drawn to now and they're like you need to find out are you gay or are you straight it's (laughs) like Obviously neither, because she has had lots of relationships over the years that people they've known, including a long-term marriage Mm. with a man, and now has fallen in love with somebody who's non-binary, but is clearly open to women. So why can't she just be pansexual?
1: Yeah,
2: they're not there yet, are they? Well, I have thought about the diversity of that writer's room, and I don't know what the the to that is, but also what I think about the lived experience of those people as well, wanting to pigeonhole and put people in boxes, which I think people still do. I think people who are very open-minded can still feel safer if they can just know, okay, that person's that and that person's that.
0: I think they do. I think they, they like to know. But what if the box you're in is, I just need to meet the person, um, that people kind of just have to accept that. And yeah. Maybe Charlotte's never going to, because Charlotte likes neat corners.
2: Charlotte likes neat corners. Should we talk about Charlotte?
0: Let's talk about Charlotte. Yes. I
2: mean I'm enjoying Charlotte.
3: She went went and got the
1: condoms. Oh, that was the snow blizzard that just (laughs) happened. And and (laughs) Carrie's outfit, which come on, it's one of the best she's pulled out. That coat going down, going down the street like something out of War of the Worlds Um, puffer. I had a coat like that from Zara once. Did you? well, like I don't think, similar, I don't think uh, hers is from Zara. No, but I th- I totally appreciate that. I thought that outfit was was stole the show for me. It was it, unbelievable. Yeah. It was, I don't know how yeah. it fits in her apartment. I don't know how she suddenly you know had it ready for that blizzard. But I, sorry, back to the condoms. I know but, that was the point.
0: Yeah, but Charlotte, you're liking. I'm, Do you feel her children are not? Uh, that I just think they're so horrible to her, and she doesn't. Neither she nor. Her husband, the Harry, says to the children, could you just not speak to me like that? If I'm going to get you condoms in a blizzard, can you ask me nicely mm-hmm. to go and get you condoms in a blizzard, given I am your mother and it's not a traditional mother duty? You should have taken your own condoms. I'm being very cool about everything, given she's still a teenager living under her parents' roof. There are lots of parents that would be like, uh, you know, I don't really want you having sex yet. She's of the age where I don't think it's massively controlling for a parent to say... I, I want to have the conversation about with you, whether you're ready, which you're refusing to have. And the kids are just so mean to her. Like, she wouldn't allow any friend to talk like to her like that. I thought that's just what kids are like. Is it? I, teenage,
1: I mean, they're teenagers. They're aren't teenage, they? you know, very clearly, extremely privileged, privileged power spoiled. Of privilege. Like, you know. Didn't she sing the song, yeah, Power of yeah. Privilege? I just, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I, I know what you mean. I think they're just at that age where.
0: They're going to be vile.
1: And they hate their parents and they hate. And Rocco's everybody.
2: a model now, so you know <laughs> they can be as vile as there. Rocco. Rock. Rock. Rock's Rock. a model. <laughs> Rock's, given
0: up, Rock's <laughs> given up modeling. Rock's given up modeling. Rock can't be arsenal. Retire go
2: full circle. I think I think Rock's gonna come back.
0: You think Rock's gonna continue to be a model?
2: I I yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah.
0: Well what did you think about her taking the hash brownie and having the revelation?
3: I well
2: <laughs> No 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 no. I um I missed the brownie for some reason. So then when she was uh. having the pretend stroke, I was quite confused. And I was like, why is this happening? And then obviously we had the whole, i, re- I my life flashed before my eyes. Um, but it's difficult because her, fa- her face doesn't move much. Yeah. So I
1: couldn't figure out what was going on. So when he was like, she said, oh, <laughs> this is happening to me. And he was going, oh, are you having a stroke? Nothing was happening to her face. Well, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't. The yeah. only thing that moves on her face, and I am not, shaming anyone who gets... I seen you are. What? No, I'm not. I'm just pointing out her eyebrows move quite a lot because I don't think a lot else does.
0: <laughs> Do you think that my eyebrows will then move in relief? Because if you use those muscles and the only thing that will move are the eyebrows, you make yeah. quite
1: overactive eyebrows. Yeah, she's got really overactive eyebrows. I think she's got
2: overactive eyes. Yeah, I mean... I think... Yeah. But, but I think, Kristen... Kristen <laughs> I don't I did, I want it to... Be, I didn't want it to be, but Kristen, Kristen, Day, Kristen Davis, Um I think Kristen is having a great time playing Charlotte. She's
0: having fun, isn't she? She's having
2: a lot of She's fun. having a
0: whale of a time and yeah. she's getting lots of fun things to do. All comedy, but lots of good fun. Um, she has the pot brownie, which is not her style. She's normally very measured. Yeah. We, we've seen the other smoke pot before, but I think did... Did Charlotte smoke pot the night that they all went out, the night that Carrie got broken up uh, on a post-it? Do you remember they all went out and they had a doobie? Maybe it was, I think it was actually maybe only Samantha and I Carrie think Charlotte
2: didn't. Yeah, no, I think they yeah. got caught
0: by the cops before that happened. Yeah. <laughs> that, of course, would now be fully legal in New York City. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. China, times have changed. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it was quite nice to see her have this high revelation that she was just becoming a momager, as she said, momager. and a pimp for Anthony, uh, because she'd gone into a card shop and found, because apparently Anthony couldn't find any other handsome men in New York. Just <laughs> yeah. ring a fucking modelling agency. I know. And just yeah. say, cheap. You wanted someone Barrymore. cheap. Uh, well, he said to her, pay him anything. So I Yeah, don't... she
1: said, I'll give you $300.
0: Yeah. Didn't you? Would, would you do it for $300? Oh, you, If you were in a card shop, would you go and Drew Barrymore for 300 quid?
1: Go on, that's, that's another reason why it's a gay episode. Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore. Gay icon. I mean, how do we forget? Uh, would I do it for $300? Yeah, probably. Cyrus, probably. if
0: you were asked in a card shop, to go on Drew Barrymore for $300, would you?
2: Well, like Giuseppe, I am a true artist, so I would not have done it for $300 Um, uh, in that tiny, tiny outfit.
0: You have a reputation to uphold. You are one of Britain's finest actors. (laughs) And
2: I don't, so I'd do it.
0: (laughs) Lane, I'm not saying that you're not a fine performer and don't have a reputation to upkeep, but I could just see – the truth in your eyes, you would do it in a heartbeat. 300, for, do 300
1: quid. I'd you, get one of those dollars. <laughs> I'd get a pigeon bag for that. <laughs> From
0: a chewing gum. You'd do it for 50 quid. Look at you. <laughs>
1: think, think of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think of how many boxes of condoms that Charlotte could buy for $300. Oh. The condom. Listen, good they using condoms. Oh, maybe this Was this the episode where Miranda goes home to her husband and then they were, was this the wrong no, episode? Yeah.
0: Was that the episode before? To, then this, this week's. Was that this week? No, this week is this week is all Valentine's Day. She's gone oh, out. Oh yes, she goes sorry. Out with Jane Austen, yeah, lady. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I've done my recap.
2: Uh, he was. He doesn't listen. <laughs> he doesn't listen. I was just you know because it was the pigeon because, handbag. Yeah, it
1: was You're because married. of the condom situation, yeah, and then no. I was thinking when she found that the condom wrapper said there's
0: a whole, whole other episode. You know, okay, sorry. so let's go into some Miranda. So she's unable to be boxed. Her sexual orientation, although she's clearly pansexual because she left Steve for somebody else who was non-binary. It's just madness to try and force her now to be a lesbian. She fancies this uh, woman who is an audiobook reader for Jane Austen. Seems like a niche, but fair enough. Yeah. That's okay. And she's- Interesting home setup. She's just, she's standing in a red suit looking all glamorous and I think this was about the difference between reality and fantasy and I think they are trying to theme them again without mm. saying the theme without the voiceover theme mm. voiceover But the theme is not being on the same page. So I think the literal page here is Jane Austen. Mm. But the page she seems to be on is romance, Jane Austen, you would imagine her having a four-poster bed and it all being very courtly. Candles
1: and... Yes,
0: uh, and all the evocations of Jane Austen. But when she gets there, the woman's... Got cat, cat shit. Cat litter out and has to go and dry her flannelette sheets and, and then
1: ask for the quarters. Uh, oh, yeah. greasy hair. Yes. That was the that was the first thing you notice. You know. Nothing wrong with greasy hair, but not on a date. Not on a date,
0: not in, on that, a date. in that in capacity. Your, on, Valentine's, you know, on, Valentine's on Valentine's Day. on Valentine's Day. Would you have left? Do you think she did the right thing by leaving? It depends how hot they were.
1: I think if it, and I think it depends what you're up for because I think you can let some no sheets and cat litter yeah, you go. You don't always need sheets. If you just, I think if you're there. But she was up for the even though she you know found her really attractive. She she was dressed up. She looked beautiful. Yeah. She she wanted the. You the, could just see it. She knocked at the door. Yeah, she she definitely did. Especially I think. after yeah.
0: being with Che, who was quite you know horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. What but, but what it was, was all going? a bit like joints at home and lots of friends. It was all quite student Jay. And that was you know that had its own appeal. The cameo but, in beds they were yeah, doing the cameo. Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, come on, that was, that was ridiculous. No, nobody was... would say goodnight to their partner and they start going, <laughs> and Hey, they Like going. I've done cameos for choose love at time. And, and as Tom knows, <laughs> I'll do them for charity sometimes. But what I don't do is say, night Tom, night darling, night. And then both of us close our eyes and then <laughs> and I'm done would seem demented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. Hello, <laughs> you... Alison. Oh, 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 happy birthday from the guilty <laughs> feminist. Like, that would be, Dr. Tom but, would be like, what are you doing?
1: But,
2: but, 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 you know, you've said before in previous um, episodes of this that like, it's like the writers aren't talking to each other or communicating not. or nothing's being vetted. Mm. Miranda can't sleep. If Chey's doing the cameos, that doesn't and mean that's already
0: any been sense. a problem between them that they're keeping different schedules, it doesn't. You would just go out to the other room. You just go, yeah. night, night." Oh God, I forgot my cameos. I'm just sorry. I'm going to get out of bed and go out to the living room. I'll try not to wake you up. That's what a normal person would do, right? Yeah, it would just be routine. You wouldn't do it right when your partner was trying to sleep and yeah. without telling them, without going, uh, "This is a pain, but do you mind me doing five minutes of cameos?" That you just say that.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: It just such a strange
2: thing. But how thing. do you, but, you know, you're obviously being a writer of your yeah. caliber. How does that, how is that not vetted? How does someone not say, No one would do that?
0: I, I don't understand. There's some writing in, in it that just really does clunkers. make me go, You wouldn't have to work very hard to get where you're going. You just haven't quite got there. Um, even them, aided and Carrie, sitting in separate restaurants. When Carrie walks in, she says to the maitre d, table for two, Aidan Shaw, sure, and he says Shaw, sure, and shows her to a table. And I recently was in the wrong restaurant in New York, had arranged to meet a friend, went in and said, table for Sweeney Lawless for two. And they said, they looked down, and the place was pretty empty, but they still looked down and went, no, there's no reservation. And I was like, it was definitely the, the street, and it's definitely the restaurant name. And Uh, I said, I'll text. And they said, are you sure there's another branch of this restaurant 10 blocks up? And it was, I was in the wrong one. And they told me that. So to me, that's not great writing. Mm. Actually, if she'd come in and just taken a table, the maitre d' was busy and she'd said, don't worry, I'll just sit here and found herself a nice table. I would buy it more or it there's just it to me, they're just not quite doing those pieces of work that I say agree. one we discussed with Jess Regan, I think, was with um the invitations went out to the party and nobody replied. Right. It just, you. all you need to do is they were invited for the wrong night. I buy that, but I don't mm. buy, no one has once checked the RSVPs to make sure we know how many people are coming for a sit-down dinner. It's not possible. That's yeah. just not how-
1: There's definitely clunky, lots of clunkers in this, I think. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I feel like you just, you know, even the name she was
1: dressed. The, she was dressed like, look what she was wearing, that gorgeous blue ruched sleeve dress. Like that restaurant, she didn't, uh, there was all businessmen in that restaurant. Would so have, surely the maitre d' would have said, like, you know. Would have just,
0: said, oh, we don't have a reservation. Yeah,
1: it was kind of obvious she wasn't in the right place by what she was wearing, I think. It
0: it was a strange, slightly strange one because they'd gone on and on about how there were no tables. No one could get a table for Valentine's. The Wexleys had 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 to pay for a reservation. It was a really big thing. Carrie could only get a table at 5.30. Carrie walks in, the place is absolutely empty, and it's Valentine's Day. And I think we were meant to think from that, Aiden's not booked a very nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah we
1: were. Think? And I think we were then thinking, how is he doing in life? Right. Do you know what I mean? I think that's... And then you um, saw his
2: jacket you knew he was doing well.
0: You knew he was
1: doing well. Yeah, and then yeah, they sit because he's um, in the red booth and he was in this beautiful restaurant. But I think for me, when she went in the restaurant, I didn't think it wasn't going to be there. I thought, oh God, this is just some, you know, mm-hmm. $9... Chinese buffet. Right. It just sort right, of right, I right, think right. that and it and it was making me think, oh, he's he's not doing well in life, or that He's was,
0: deliberately booked a cheap place. He's
1: deliberately booked a cheap place that like he can't afford more, something like that. Yeah. That's what went to. Maybe my life. that's
0: what we were meant to think. Mm. Um but uh yeah, there are quite a lot of bumpy storylines where you just go with a little bit more work, you can have the same <laughs> yeah. impact. Miranda says 35-year-old straight Miranda would stay, but 56-year-old lesbian lesbian Miranda. Well, I find it kind of insulting to bisexual and pansexual people that they cannot use that word. But I also don't think 35-year-old straight Miranda would have stayed. She would have been the last one to stay. She She was absolutely absolutely razor sharp. And she put up with no shit. That's my memory. That's why.
2: But I think, I feel like in this episode, Carrie was the first person to refer to her as lesbian Miranda. Because didn't she say lesbian Miranda's a lot? That's right. But, 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 I wonder if that's an example of they're in the writer's room. Look at me talking like I'm a writer. I am a writer. I've written stuff. But they're in the writer's room and they get a good line. And even if the line doesn't completely make sense, they go, well, that's a good line. Let's go with that line. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I guess. Because it's funny and it works. And
0: Yeah. And sometimes, to be fair, like I have a show where I talk about finding my bisexuality. It's like a stand-up storytelling show. And sometimes I say to the audience at the top, I'm sometimes going to refer to myself as a lesbian in this moment, because it's not maybe not how one identifies overall, but in that moment, it's important to allow yourself to say, this is my lesbian yeah. side. And if you're talking about yourself, really other people and their ideas of what should and shouldn't be said probably should, should go away. Oh, hold on. I've got a WhatsApp. Oh. I thought it was from Aiden. It's from Steve. That's disappointing. Um, not, 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 m- not Steve. No, not, not that Steve. Steve. <laughs> Steve. Not, not Aidan. Oh, that Aiden. wouldn't it be great if it was like that Steve? It'd be
2: great if it was from Big.
0: Oh, that would be scary. Yeah. And if whether it was from the actor or the, yeah. the character. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm just we texting just an address. About? Miranda wanting the thing. But I don't think Miranda would ever, ever have stayed for that shit. But that's what
1: but I mean Miranda I think also in in this episode said, and it just the way she said it it just was a bit clunky, and I think Cynthia Nixon is in, a really incredible actress yes she she's incredible um and I think sometimes with clunky writing uh, as you know you have to really as an actor, you have to really work hard you you know a, a great actor can make Clunky writing or bad writing mm. lift off the page, and I I can see the actors working sometimes hard, and I I really listen to the text, and I think God, I can see that on the page, and that would just be really hard to say because it's I don't think it's you know mm. some of it is is well written. I mean, when Miranda. Said, she said something like LGBTQIA and it just didn't, no, it was no like, no one would say, no that, one would say that. that. And context. then a two minute seconds after she said Tally Ho. Like, and I know yeah. she was sort of joking, I but, it. but I was like,
2: <laughs> I did. Uh, Jane Austen.
1: No, but she Tally
0: Ho's fun, but because it's Jane Austen. Oh, she's being okay. she's, yeah. she's saying Tally Ho because of Jane Austen. I didn't know that. But I, that I, 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 I don't think it. in real life, my queerest friends who are the most inclusive, yes, on a post, they'd say LGBTQIA, but if they were just talking to me casually, they'd say LGBT or LGBTQ. I agree. But yeah. they're not going to say ia to blah, 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 blah. It just, I'm not saying no one does and I'm not saying no one has ever. No, it was left. the way. It it just was seems the t- she was unlikely. with a friend. She was
2: with a friend. It just seems unlikely say, you know. that Miranda just, would say that. But just to think about that and think about some of the race stuff, do you think that because, you know, this program has a wide audience worldwide and in America. Do you think they're trying to actively educate people? Oh, it's like an educational who show. Who aren't in the know?
0: Yeah, it's 100%. it's like a, it's like a TED talk with with
2: drama.
1: 100% good clothes. <laughs> Look at what happened with like um series 1 and just like that the race that was I mean it was Almost, we, were, we would laugh because, you know, Miranda going in and talking to her professor about, remember the whole thing about her hair and, do you remember that? And it was like, Miranda had never met a black person <laughs> living in New York, never met a black person. It was like, they, they've softened that a bit, but it's, I actually wrote down it was, edu- that LGBTQI it was educational. Yeah. I was it's so like, much Yeah, amazing.
0: maybe just say queer or you know, like something like that. My, that's what my friends would say, queer. We'd say, oh, it's really hard on the queer dating apps, yeah. or something like that. You, we wouldn't say... So
2: who's in the writer's room? That's what makes me think who's in the yeah, writer's who's room. who's in... And, and, and who's
0: overwriting because, you know...
2: Yeah, who's overwriting? And whose writing is allowed to be interrogated or questioned,
1: mm. which makes
2: me think about why these things are slipping out that it doesn't take a lot of brain work. Mm-hmm. But also whoever's writing
1: Anthony's lines. I mean, he wants more kiss me than fist me. <laughs> <laughs> that was genius. I mean, whoever's writing his stuff is. I mean, it's it's hilarious. He's got, he's he's got semantics it's right. Hilarious. Mario
0: Cantoni, right? Because he's a comic. I wonder if he actually pitches his own life yeah. sometimes. Because me. the way his intonations yeah. are so brilliant. Yeah, he's. Everyone keeps saying more, Anthony, because he's the funniest thing in it now, it's by, just, by, by he, far. He's, and he's just
2: always at Charlotte's for no reason, like making breakfast.
0: I know, I know. Char, Char. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, he, it's that, that whole, the whole thing with Drew Barrymore, that whole scene. It was just genius. It was just wonderful. And I think, yeah, maybe he does write his stuff because it was just, it was sort of a different, a whole different thing.
0: It just feels so uniquely so, him. Yeah. Really, yeah. really wonderful. Yeah. Can I ask about the whole... Drew Barrymore, on comes this young man holding a breadbasket with a baguette stuck out the front like a penis. And then Giuseppe himself, the hot fellow in question, Like, you can fully... Would that be allowed on daytime television? I don't think it would. Well, no. Fully fully see the penis through the denim.
1: That would have been approved by... Go on Drew Bavos. That would have been approved by so many people. I mean, I've just done some filming. I mean, the amount of people that have to approve anything and everything that goes on your clothing, I think they would have... But you Know it was, um,
0: it's funny for it's but it was just their
1: reaction when you know how when she says it grows, um, how big does the basket get? <laughs> you know, how big is <laughs> it going to grow or something?
2: It's, yeah, but I think I, the answer is no. no, they wouldn't be
0: they allowed, wouldn't would be they? Allowed they, allowed they? Do TV, that. You could see the full,
2: I mean, I, 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 it was, I, it I could draw, it. you can't.
0: <laughs> What do you mean if the police wanted that penis and they asked, could you describe it?
2: Yeah. yeah, You I, could I, do
0: a full identikit drawing.
2: I I could do the drawing. I could do the... Shading. The, what's the line? The shading. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The identity lineup.
0: Yeah, They don't normally pick out a penis, but yeah. I think that's... But
2: if they, but if they, if they, they did, did, I if could, could do that. You Cyrus could do would that. step in. Yeah.
0: And if you are listening and you are from law enforcement, <laughs> Cyrus is volunteering for that job between, between acting roles. You can catch him. He's a busy man, but every now and again, every now and again, he's... Just, He's resting like any actor, and he will do that happily. Uh, oh, and then
1: we had the guest appearance from who's the American comedian who's on Drag Race? He's a judge on Drag Race. He comes out at the end after they film the Drew Barrymore show. He comes out and he says, oh, "You know." Yes. And so, another reason it was a gay episode—they were just chucking them chucking yeah, the where gay he references. Says,
0: in. I love your bread, and it also looks good in a wool pant. Yes, mm. also looks
1: good in a wool pant. He's he, he's a um, comedian. Oh, Ross. Uh, Oh, I, I didn't
0: recognize him. I don't know who he is.
1: He is. He's. He's lost a. lot of oh, no, weight. He. He's lost a lot. 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 Lot of weight. Well, he's
0: lost forty pounds since Carrie asked
1: him. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, but he's a. He's a um, judge on Drag Race.
0: Oh, is he? Is so that the joke?
1: That's the. So he's. Uh, I'm you know, not. I'm not much of a, huge... a Drag
0: Race person. Okay. I know. I know. I seem like I would be, and occasionally, of course, watch it with friends. But I'm not. am not a devoted Drag okay, Racer. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's. Um, he's a judge on uh, that. So they. Was they pop that. Yeah. So now, do you know
0: why that was extra gay, double gay, triple gay? Because. Only someone in fashion or someone gay speaks about fashion in singulars. Like Most w- people would say wool pants, <laughs> but you know someone's truly fashion if they say a pant,
1: yeah.
3: a
0: trainer, a yeah. jean.
3: Yeah.
0: And I love it. I really enjoy it. I really, really enjoy that it. That was great.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Hello, Guilty Feminists, this is Deborah,
0: that's D.F. Dumps. We're recording more live episodes and you can come and see us. Please do. We are live at Soho Theatre in London in August on the 11th, the 12th, the 18th and the 19th. That's August 11th, 12th, 18th and 19th. Get tickets now. We're live from Chichester on the 21st of August. Coincidentally, I'm also doing my play there. I'll tell you about that more in a minute. And we're recording episodes of the Guilty Feminist and Global Pillage... That's a deep cut. We're bringing it back for one episode only at the London Podcast Festival on Saturday the 16th and Sunday the 17th of September. For tickets to any of these shows, go to guiltyfeminist.com and click on live shows. I'll be in Chichester, as I mentioned. Did I mention? I mentioned, I think, that I've written a play called Never Have I Ever. It will be on at the Chichester Festival Theatre at the Minerva for the whole of September. Like I'm a proper playwright, I feel like Neil Simon in the 70s. It stars Alexandra Roach, Amit Shah, Greg Wise and our very own Susan McCormick. It's about money, sex, power, politics, identity and running a restaurant. For tickets, go to cft.org.uk you can also get ad-free episodes via Patreon, Apple Podcasts, or ACAS Plus. And if you're passing iTunes or Spotify, you felt like leaving us a five-star review, we'd love you forever. You can review any individual episode. If you've reviewed us before, you can review us again. It helps other people find a podcast and it gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling and it gives us a lovely, lovely buzz. So we'd really appreciate it. Also, if you're not following or subscribing or whatever it is that you have to do, click that button. It really helps us. And now back to the podcast. I'm glad Miranda walked away from the cat litter situation, although I would have also said no sheets. I would have just said, Miranda's got money. If I'm Miranda, I would have said, do you know what? I'm going to book us a nice hotel. Yeah. I would have gone on booking.com. Yeah. Um,
2: are they and, sponsoring this episode. I mean, the gays. Yeah, but that's the, where the, I would know. have gone. But if
0: they're listening and they'd like to, <laughs> please. I
1: mean, gay men wouldn't care. Wouldn't wouldn't care about that. Don't things, think you should you make know.
2: like sweeping judgments. Well, I about... just you know I'm talking from. Do you person, think, no, you
0: the smell of cat litter
2: though is disgusting? Disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. You,
0: could you get it up with cat litter in the room for three hundred dollars? <laughs> 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 um,
1: I again depends who it is. Again, it depends how hot they are. It depends who Do it is. To have a
2: conversation? No,
0: but it depends who would it
1: is. You, you can't not... say in the moment. You know, if 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 Giuseppe was there and there was cat litter in the room, r- I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You ride. wouldn't be able to. Sorry. No. So would
0: you, in New York, not just go, literally go on one of those apps, say, look, I found a really nice hotel room around the corner. It's booked. Come with me right now. Yeah. And then I get to be Mr. Darcy. Like, yes. if I've turned up in the hot dress, I save the day and I go, I get to be Mr. Darcy, who's dismissive of the environment, as Mr. Darcy would be, because you know full well Mr. Darcy would not have sex in that room. Mm. And he would call a carriage and, you know, take you somewhere else.
2: What do you call a carriage?
0: I would call a carriage, yeah. I would have turned myself into Mr. I would not be Miss Bennet, I'd be Mr. Darcy, and I'd get the carriage and I'd get out of there. And I'd say, never take me to your place again.
1: But I think she was over it. I think when she's stood in the cat poo and said I've stood in cat yeah. poo and then did the whole picked her shoe then found out she didn't put the sheets on picked her shoes up was shaking were out the litter left, but yeah. she was shaking out the litter and then no, she was she was hitting the menus the takeaway menus with the oh, and, the, and the cat litter was going all over the, I think Miranda that in that moment was
2: was it she did was not want to hotel that was the, she, that was the, the nasty moment yeah. like your dirty cat litter trainers you're hitting the food menu with
0: Disgusting. No. No, disgusting! no, I'm out of Just, there. You're right. Uh, yeah, You're right. Yeah, You're yeah. right. You've lost all all interest in in sex or sexual if, activity. Because if that's going on, what else with is going her on?
1: shoes? What's going on <laughs> with her other clothing items? <laughs> if there's cat litter strewn everywhere, how clean are those sheets going to be? How clean are
0: Flannelette sheets as well? How, how
1: clean sexy? are those sheets and and everything else?
0: Not sexy at all. Okay, so we, we so Miranda did the right thing.
1: Um can I just say on that? Yeah. I thought that was really beautifully written and directed and delivered that moment where they introduce Aiden, um, where she's on the bed and she says, um, 35 six-year-old straight Miranda would do this. And, mm. but then when she said, she says at the beginning, Aiden's a good guy, I said, Do you think he stood me up? I said, No, Aiden's a good guy. And then right at the end of that conversation, Carrie gets a ping on her phone. She says, Oh, he's text me and and she says, Told you good guy Mm. it was just so like that moment of their relationship the trust in that relationship and the knowing of aid and the know she was so Mm. sure it's how she delivered that told you good guy and then they just Mm. clicked off i thought it was really beautiful
2: and that's a good point because actually something that is really strong is that the friendship between the three of them Mm. that they've kept that really well i think um
0: agreed how much do you miss samantha
2: I'm not loving Seema. I think Seema felt like a Samantha replacement and I'm yeah. I'm just not feeling Seema. I'm not missing Samantha and all I will say is if they're bringing her back, which are the rumors, she better be doing something good.
0: Well, she's only coming back for one telephone conversation on which she could record on her own. Yeah. So I don't think they're ever going to be able to be in the room together again. I no. think it's going to be—I think we're going to see Samantha once a season on one side of a phone call that she is not recorded with Sarah Jessica um I—I I yeah. don't think she can possibly really come back after everything that's been do- said and done publicly. I just—I I,
2: just—I'm—I'm—I'm. I'm, I'm, but you don't miss her. You I'm, think if
0: we had more Anthony, you wouldn't need her.
2: Anthony, oh. Lisa. Yeah. Um, it's too many, isn't there? And Naya see- and her uh,
0: chocolate souffle. Oh, souffle. they souffle look good? It yeah. did. I, do you know what I really like just on the chocolate souffle? They were setting us up for friends going, you know what? you're not, you're going to be okay. No, 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 no. And she's going, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to make a chocolate souffle. No, no, no. I'm going to make a chocolate souffle. And I thought, oh, she's going to be crying and needing help. I loved the fact that she was like, oh, this is great. Mm. This is an It's absolutely great to yeah. be alone with a chocolate souffle. I was so pleased they didn't go. Then she's melted into a puddle because she really was very lonely. I was loved the fact yeah. that a woman sometimes needs some alone time with the chocolate souffle. Hmm.
1: I think that um- – there's too much going on, and I would love like that scene with the massage that went on and on and on, oh, no, no. and it was bizarre because I was like, "You're two rich women." It's Carrie Bradshaw who is, a, mm-hmm. you know, she's a known writer, Especially and also why can't you to... have a? Ma-
0: <laughs> but also why can't she's you have a couple's massage? Why just can't have just have a and chat. Why can't yeah. exactly? Do I would love that. But they
1: weren't. It wasn't like they, were, you know, you had to do anything with each other. They were just on two different beds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just that. And but you're but also she said pretend
0: to be a couple, no one would make you pretend to be a couple. They just say these they're friends. Also,
1: when she said, yes Turn the
0: money away. She
1: said, "I'm going to report you on Yelp." and I thought you would say, "Where's the manager? Come on, Yelp.
0: Um, These are too like this place is expensive." I I just don't understand why anyone. They just say, "Oh, sorry. Okay, fine. We'll well, we could put a curtain up if you prefer." They wouldn't. There's it no went, way. but it, the weird
1: thing was, it went on so long. A New so York long.
0: company would go, "You have to pretend to be lesbians for us to massage you in the same room." That's just not a thing.
1: I do it for three hundred dollars, <laughs>
2: uh, but I do. Uh, it's again, it's again, I it's 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 again, it's again, it's again, them just, not doing the work. But they're not. Like, but I, I, just, it they're was just an wouldn't. overwritten scene you just, that you just
1: wouldn't imagine it's putting that time. Possible. Imagine putting that time for the episode into yeah. the relation. These wonderful scenes that they do churn out. These. You know, imagine just putting just more time in their relationships work. with less yeah. less actors and more. I want to see more of them together. Like, I want to see those mm. powerful moments amidst the funny jokes and stuff. But Seema seems to be this, she does seem to be a bit of a Samantha character where they're giving her some, like, all the penis pump stuff. But, but yeah. but. it's really, I think it's. she's got a hard job delivering some of the lines. I don't mm. think it's easy to I think her. she's
0: great. Yeah, she um, is. But I think you're right. I think she's sort of like Samantha, but not quite Samantha. I would have preferred that scene if they had been shown into the room and gone, okay, this is what it is. It's Valentine's Day. That I would believe that they've set it up as a couple's room. And now the two of them are naked being massaged. And that having would be quite conversation, empowering. But having the conversation about... It's always couples. Uh, Like, you know, if you're single in this town on Valentine's Day, but we're getting to see them have the massage and it's quite funny and they kind of enjoy it. But also the assumption that they're a couple, you could still have that trope, which is Valentine's Day is wearing if you're single. You could still have that trope, but let them do the thing rather than just stand and complain about the thing, which is unbelievably implausible. Nobody would say you have to be a couple. Yelp as
1: well. Yelp. Complain on Yelp. Like she's ever been on, Yelp. I don't know, what is Yelp? It's like an it's online just, yeah, complaint. Yeah, it's a
0: review, but it, it's a review But also side, it but.
1: could have been a moment of them being, like like it could have been yeah. a body really lovely moment of, yeah. not that we would have to see it, but suggesting of two women, you know, I don't know, it could have been an empowering kind of um, celebrating the female body because they're in a massage room together. I don't know, do you yeah, know what I mean? I could have that done I think there was a
0: lot more to be done there if, by going there rather than complaining about it. But it evoked for me a scene where once Miranda and Carrie were mistaken for a lesbian couple on Valentine's Day. Does anyone remember when? No. It was in the film uh, where they go out on Valentine's Day. They're both desperately single. And they the, it's just like all of these, like the card shop, all of these red and pink things hanging from the ceiling. They're having dinner and the waitress is for you and your girlfriend and they laugh. And then it's the scene where Miranda tells her that she said to Big, you're mad to get married. And Carrie absolutely falls apart. and They have a huge falling out because she never told her. And she's like, I've been over and over. Why Big would have stood me up at the altar and all this time you knew this. And you never told me. That is set in a restaurant, Valentine's Day. And the whole thing is it's horrible being single on Valentine's Day. They agree to go out together. It's very much an Easter egg in my mind, even though I sometimes think the writers have no idea of the back catalogue the way I do. (laughs) I agree.
2: That's uh, why they need you.
0: Che literally saves the cat, except it's a dog. Um so they're trying to redeem Che's character because viewers widely think that Che is something of a narcissist. In this episode, Che sees a stray dog, takes it back to a was it a vet or a shelter or it, something between it, the two? It, it
1: was it was a it was a vet, was it like a rescue, you know, vet. Travel, But can we just jump in with how Carrie lives in New York? Yeah. But yet a dog runs past her, <laughs> and she screams like it was a rat. Even she thought though it was a rat. It wasn't a rat. It was a dog. They Did have you been see the rats si- in New York. Oh, what? That, like the size of a dog? I've been told. Where so, have you New been in? Rats, Oh my God, you've been going to the wrong place in New York. Um, no, come on. <laughs> she screamed. She screamed like it was like, you know, it was a, clearly a dog. But this is also the same person. I know I'm totally diverting. Who They, they lived through a pandemic. She's a writer and she... Did you see how when she was trying to set up her Zoom, she was putting a box and then her laptop oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on it, and then the laptop fell, and it was like, This is cat. And she was so nervous, and her laptop fell again, and she was like, Doing her hair, playing with the curtain to get like, I'm like, You're a writer who has been on Zoom, would have been on Zoom so many times, but yet she's scared of a dog and can't seem to set her laptop up in 2023 for a Zoom. Sorry. Oh, so back to. Che and the dog. It's,
0: it's I mean, it's, some of it is just well, hilarious. You said that would be a great
1: idea. Like, you've never Zoomed before. <laughs> like, you know, it's on a box. Maybe you can't find a box to put.
0: But yeah, what do we think about? I think it's meant to be a vet because the receptionist says, don't be bringing me any more of these lame ass dogs that don't have, you rats. can't pay for. The
1: rat that look like rats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're as big as rats. So I think, think it was a vet. But are we now going to see Che? <laughs> work for a vet, this seems yes. very implausible to me because Che had a Netflix special.
1: Don't, don't, you know, don't you know what it's like, Deborah, to be an unemployed actor? <laughs> you I take what you know,
0: can no, get. but, but they, have, their... they had a comedy special. If you're at that level in comedy, you can always get gigs. Yeah. And it's not a thing that if a comedian has a sitcom pilot that doesn't go, we've all got sitcom pilots that haven't been, that every comedian has that, that you immediately go, I'm not doing comedy anymore. That's just not a thing. They
1: could be going down to the comedy club and getting a lot of money to it, do it, impromptu stand-up like it's big money. That...
0: Well, I, I mean, I don't know if that if New York comedy clubs are big money, but I do know that a comedian like that with an agent can get gigs. And in America, they do the college circuit. In Britain, the comedy clubs pay decently. Yeah. In America, the local comedy clubs don't play very well, but they do the college circuit and that does pay very well. Ah, so I at see. that okay. level where they've already had a Netflix or similar special, like comedy, stand-up comedy special, and they're making a, a sitcom pilot. If the sitcom pilot doesn't go, you just go, that really sucks. You have a couple of weeks of feeling really down. But then you just go to clubs and you just do your old job. Who goes and works for a vet at that level? That's I've never heard of that. Not
1: one of my comedy friends. Was it because Carrie was so frightened of that dog <laughs> that Jay was like, I am going to do something different with my life. And... uh
0: I just don't know anyone who doesn't but have any savings happen, at all at that just... level. Normal comedians can, regular comedians can not have well, any should... savings, but if you're well, doing telly...
1: to be fair, they just furnish their flat with everything that ikea has ever sold <laughs> so that's where all but their money why? has gone but on they, at they, ikea. Spent it,
0: they spent it all assuming their show would go no one does that your show's probably not going to go no one's show goes
2: but didn't they also um have the moment with carrie in the previous episode when carrie did the speech and che was like okay, I, i'm gonna get back on the saddle yeah. wasn't that going to be the turning moment yes
0: that that's what they said it's, it's a great point cyrus they said they saw Carrie do the speech about recovering after your the love of your life dies." And they said, "Right, if you could do that, then I can get back on the horse. And the horse they've got back on is a dog. <laughs>
2: In a vet slash shelter. But also they're <laughs> <Airbnb-ing. laughs>
0: airbnb yeah, They're airbnb that's they That's enough
2: money, isn't it? But where, they airbnb- gonna, where, where they're going to live they're gonna live? Well, I don't know. Maybe they've got a spare... Well,
0: they don't have a spare room. I don't know. They I haven't,
2: know. We know from the cameos they haven't got a spare room. They're, they're going to the move in the vet. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to move in the vet. They're going to live in the cage. God,
0: I can't even. Uh, Another
1: reason why this was a gay episode, Taylor Swift being played yes. uh, in that in the party when Charlotte was mm. out having dinner and the... Uh, was it rock? Mm-hmm. It wasn't rock. Was, no, it? It, was Lily. it Lily? was having a party. Taylor Swift. Honestly, it was.
0: It was a. Uh, it was for the gays. It, was, it was the whole of the episode was for the gays. For the gays. Can I ask, Rhys? This is this part. I'm not sure it was for the gays. Lisa Todd Wexley became obsessed with her son, her teenage son's sex life. So in this world, they're all pretty cool about their teenagers having sex. They all think, well, they're gonna. So they might. We might as well. You know, we don't want them doing it behind a bin. So yeah. Yes. <sighs> fine. We'll be cool with that. But she did not like her son's girlfriend being too public displays of affection in the school grounds, which one could understand perhaps. But then she became obsessed, they're going to have sex in our bed. And then she came home and found they weren't in the bed, but the girl was touching her purse and she was furious and threw her out. What do we think of this storyline?
1: I think... She's right. Can't, like, that girl is hanging off his waistband in the, you know, like she said, at five in the afternoon or something. And I just,
3: That's I don't cool. know. I,
1: like, mums don't want to see that, do they? And like, you're doing it in your bed. And But the, I loved when her husband, what's her husband's name? Uh,
0: her husband's name is uh, Chris Jackson playing Herbert Wexley.
1: So when Herbert said... Sex in our beds, one thing, but your mother's closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you insane? Or Are something? you
1: insane? Like this is the yeah, yeah. you know you've got Are you, you out of your mind. Yeah, more? yeah, yeah. it's the worst thing you could have done. You know, but so I I quite appreciated that.
2: But yeah, she... I thought boundaryless teenage girl whose name I've forgotten. Uh, her hand was very close to his penis. In the school at three thirty, I think it, it was. Yeah, so, so, you
0: you were you were on Lisa's side. On I that. was. I was. Um, yeah. What did you think about her baby trapping the bed? Uh,
2: good, good work. So good. <laughs> good so work. Good. <laughs> that little line down the pillow. Yeah. Um, uh, she was invested. She was she invested. She was invested. invested.
1: Like her eyes closing the door. You see her eyes. That it
2: was good. She's got what eyes. did you think gray of eyes. the
0: line where she says she acts like he's her property? What did you think was hanging there with that? Did you pick up on that?
1: Yeah, because then he said, the husband then said, but he's, but he's not, not your property, property either. So yeah, there's definitely something about like the letting go of our kids, the letting, you know, all of the kids seem to be growing up on. There's, there has to be an element of uh, letting them fly a
2: little bit, giving them freedom.
0: What did you think of that line, Cyrus? Did you think it, it evoked anything?
2: I know we all, I didn't know, not for me.
0: You you know what I think? It, yeah. You've, what I thought? I thought it was yeah. because she was a white girl and she was acting... In a way that ha- that expressed an ownership that really angered Lisa, which I could understand. But then her husband said to her, "But he's not your property either. Just because he's your kid, he's not your property, and he needs to be able to make his own decisions." And I thought it was that was a sort of interesting piece of mm. writing because they didn't name it; mm. it was subtextual. But I thought it was an interesting piece of writing, and I I thought it was the most interesting plot line actually because I thought that feeling of. When a baby is yours, it is yours. You have to keep it alive and you go to jail if you don't. So it is your baby. Mm. And what's the age where your baby becomes? Mm. Not your baby, but a whole other person from you. It's such a subtle thing that happens over a period of years. And how do you ever really let go and see your baby in a relationship where someone else is going to go, well, this is my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my spouse or whoever.
2: I would hope that the writing had that level of, texture and subtext and that that was underneath it um in terms of the property thing
0: well i think at least in the performance yeah the actress playing lisa todd wexley who's called nicole ari parker yeah i thought she definitely evoked it she's yeah. a very intelligent actress i think and mm, i think that was definitely yeah. there between certainly would have been discussed between her and chris jackson who plays her husband mm. that they cannot not have yeah known that that but it wasn't laden in a way that if you, you could have missed it you know it wasn't yeah. it wasn't sort of it wasn't the heavy-handedness of some of the previous writing of season one around race it was just very gentle but then him saying to her and I love their relationship They're, They're really don't really their good. relationship
1: is is really wonderful Couple, they bounce yeah. off each other really well I mean also you know they can't stop their kid having sex for long because they'll find somewhere else to do it
0: the Mandarin Oriental
1: the because Mand- they're so
0: rich I mean because they're so rich exactly <laughs> it's They're like, like oh, Blair's dad has got us the Mandarin Oriental so yeah. we can shag on Valentine's yeah. Day and they're, how old can they be? They oh, like well if they're at
1: no, school surely no, not no, 17 yeah. I think they're like 17, 18 well they're going to go to a McDonald's toilet and do it if they can't do it at the Mandarin is that what Ohio. you did it? <laughs> Well, I just think you know where, where they're going to do it. Somewhere they're going to want to do it, you know. Yeah. And if if they keep restricting them, ra- wouldn't you rather do it, them do it at a hotel or at home where they're safe than you know behind the bike sheds? Yeah,
0: yeah, I I would, but I don't know that that's everybody's experience. It's just yeah. it seems like all the parents in Sex of the City are really cool with it. whereas i think my experience but maybe this is just how it is now and everyone is really cool with it
1: it's like smoking when i was young my mum said you know if you're going to smoke i'd rather you do it here cuz if I i'd don't rather allow watch it, you get cancer i'd rather watch you get cancer cuz <laughs> cuz if, if, if you if you if you if i don't let you do it, you're going to go you know and do it anyway somewhere else
0: i think that's true of drinking and it's true because then you can see someone drinks moderately and it's true of sex because
1: you can <laughs> get to so see your son get self, smashed but <laughs> No, I'd rather famously. you get absolutely smashed here with me.
0: Exactly. I'd rather you shoot up on the living room table. On
1: <laughs> the I'd dining rather you room get table. Absolutely stone, so I can make you some, um, feed your munches, make you homemade.
0: Exactly. Cake. I've made munches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, indeed. I hope. If you're going to build nuclear weapons, just do it where I can see it. That's all I'm asking. You're going to make Deal arms by all means, but don't deal do arms behind my back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do it the Mandarin Oriental. But <laughs> I, I, I hope it is uh, an indication of how they're going to handle the subject of race moving forward in terms mm. of the subjects and text and storylines. Mm. wouldn't that be nice? To it would be that. nice. Yeah,
3: yeah. I
0: have season yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was an it was an interesting storyline to me, and I think it was a good comedy twist. That look, I'd rather have sex in my bed than touch my handbags. Um, <laughs> that was brilliant. I I kind of get it. Uh, and finally, what did we think of? Aiden wants to see her when they first hug. I have to say, I had a feeling when they first hugged. It really took me back. It was the big feelings. Yeah. And it was a lovely moment to see them back together. And then even though, I mean, she was absolutely torturous to him when they were together, it still was lovely. Sentimentality. This whole show is sentimentality. Let's be honest. It wouldn't have got commissioned if it hadn't had the legacy. Let's be clear. Yeah. But then they get to the, the apartment. And he's like, oh, my God, you still live here? And this is so many memories for him. of The, the first time when he stripped her floors, she went and stripped for big. That's how mm. it happened. That's how that mm. affair started. He came to strip her floors and she was like, I'm on a deadline. I'll go around to a hotel around the corner. And Big turned up. And then he knocks the wall down. He was going to buy the second apartment. He did buy the second apartment so they could have a bigger space. And she couldn't handle it and told him to go. Now he's standing there. Do you buy that he could not go in because of the bad memories of the house?
1: Yeah, I do. I think I did in that moment because... You know, he's having a lovely time and he's getting swept away by... Like, he's in love with that, not he? He's mm. in love with that. He probably... You know, it's probably the one that... It's the one that the got one away. That away. Yeah, he, he's just... You can see it, you know. And um, I think that it just hit him then that... Um, yeah, the, the, the history. And I think that just in that moment flooded back and he just thought, oh, I, God, I can see where, what's going to happen here. I'm going to get hurt. I think it was mm. his his signals of going, you're going to get hurt again. You're going to get mm. hurt again. I think, And he's only so been I,
0: divorced five years, so that's still probably pretty mm. – thank God it's not – he's in a divorce now because that would be awful. But, like, five years is long enough that you can see him moving yeah, on. But yeah. also that's going to be fresh. I
2: Maybe. bought that. Yeah. I didn't buy – the fact they were in a taxi driving to this apartment, mm-hmm. like he would know that route quite mm-hmm. well. Like, didn't it dawn on him before? Then, is there no conversation? Where are you living now?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, But men, men can't offer multitask. I can't have a conversation and look out the window, and know where I'm going. So, so you I think, think he, that's maybe fair. they were
0: making out in the car. Yeah,
1: they were. They were. They were yeah. making okay.
0: Out. So you bought the geography for three hundred dollars. You didn't.
1: I
2: didn't yeah. buy uh, the geography. Uh,
0: so, but then they get out, and he goes, "I can't do it. I can't do it." I, what I will say is, I need to tell you this. It's important. Um, my husband Tom Zelinsky said to me this week. My memory, my experience with sexism is first thinking, "Oh God, what's this?" Then I guess if Deborah's watching it with such enthusiasm, I better try and get on board. And then the next step was, she can't be with him. He's totally wrong for her. And uh, he had this memory of Aiden shouting out the window to Carrie when she comes back and says, take me back. You broke my fucking heart. And it really affected Tom, mm. demonstrating that the original Sex of the City was so well-written it could even penetrate a straight man. Mm. Um did all the feels of the Aiden relationship come back for you when you saw them outside together? What are you hoping for now with Aiden and Carrie?
1: I have to be honest. I don't, remember i don't care i don't
3: care
1: i have to be honest uh, uh, bring uh, back the bread basket. Uh, yeah bring back the bread basket yeah um <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm here for deborah no uh i don't remember it that i because I, I was never a super fan i got into it late and then and then went back and watched things so really um for me i, j- I do i do remember it but it was so long ago i haven't recapped the mm. old twos. so I think they just did a great job with this in that mo in that moment of where they're at in their life now and then the turnaround was quite quick from him going I uh I don't want to come into I'm going to come in, come in. Mm. I thought that was quite quick but all what they were evoking in that moment
2: I'm worried for Aiden mm. because I think she's hurt him and so and significant. And she only has Six. sex on a Thursday.
0: Yeah.
1: He's not
2: going to be down with that. I, I'm I'm worried that she's going to, I'm worried he's going to get hurt. Yeah.
0: You, you're worried that he's coming back for more. And he, he's a fool to himself if she hurts him again, because she has demonstrated that is what she does. Yeah. But, but the thing is, the reason she kept hurting him before was that she was always really in love with Big. Big, and Big yes. is, in fact, dead. He's dead. So... You know, but the only her... thing is is do you think that like being second best, like he knows his second best? He's read the book. He's literally read a book oh, about Oh,
1: that just made my tummy go funny when you said that. Because right? that's so true. He knows that. He Even just, though being gone, he it. knows that.
0: But that's some interesting writing could come up about mm. like, you know, if if John Hopefully. were here, would you be with me? Yeah. Like, you know, let's be honest, you're only with me because John's not here, whereas you were always my number one and you ultimately wouldn't have me. And so I married someone else. And the reason my marriage broke down is ultimately she wasn't you. And that kept coming between us. So uh, you're my number one and I'm your number two. Can I be happy with that? Mm -hmm. That's a storyline I'd love to see whether or not Aiden can come to terms with being the new number one by default because someone died on a Peloton.
1: Maybe Aidan turned up and says it's this where you live because he thought she'd inherited loads of money and lived in a big plush flat. (laughs) And when when he got there, it was like, is this where you live? Like, come on. That's why the turnaround was quick. Is That's it?
0: so funny. He was like, he's like, He's like. oh, I thought that I thought that bastard left you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to come back here to this crappy place? Yeah, oh, no. absolutely.
1: With that yellow shelf? No, No. no. I'll do it
2: for $300.
0: <laughs> he was expecting to be somewhere like she bought, but couldn't live because it was too high tech. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think, yeah, if, if the writing went down that route, I think that would be really interesting.
0: I think so. I think there could be some interesting storylines here about evoking your youth. Do you regress? Does she regress to 35-year-old Carrie? Because you do regress when you're with people, don't you think? When mm. You're with your, your college friends, uni friends, school friends, home for Christmas, any of those things. Mm. Do you do you guys ever experience a regression where you suddenly become like you were?
2: Yeah, like when you just fall into that that banter, that humour with people. Yeah, all, all the time. I think we're hitting a point now
1: in this where it's quite exciting with this show. I think all of this, I think this episode ended on a really exciting, sort of a pivotal moment for a lot of the characters. So I think what's to come is going to be really exciting for them.
0: Do you think this is how season one should have started? I think season one should have started with Big died five years ago. She's out the other side, you know, she's grieving. She has sex with three men so that we can have some fun. And then she it said she'd
1: <laughs> I loved the fact that it started how it did. because I Did not see Yeah, because I didn't see it coming and I don't think anyone else did. And I think it was like, they can't be doing this. They can't be writing this. They can't bring him in for this short time. It was heartbreaking. And I think that was an excellent way to start the whole thing about her grieving and how, you know, I think it was a complete shocker. Um, personally, I, I, was, I think, yeah,
2: I think we should just be grateful with the clumsy race storytelling that we didn't end up, you know, on, you know, them celebrating Black History Month or with Carrie with her hair in braids, oh, wow. <laughs> God. you know, I think this should be grateful for what they didn't do.
0: Yes. Yeah. Carrie marrying a black man just so that she can demonstrate <laughs> that she likes equal rights. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um Yeah, indeed.
2: I think it's mirroring the world. I think it was very um, undiverse in terms of who the leads were and who the storylines were in the OG. And then we had 2020 and we all know what happened then. And series one then just like that was like November 2020, where everyone was just kind of like, you know, got to talk about it, got to talk about it. And, you know, brands were kind of saying they're fully behind diversity and then you look at their boards and who they employ and they weren't so that was kind of series one and series two it's kind of settling and as we said the black characters are getting normal storylines as opposed to being specifically about their race and then we're getting layered moments like you said about the property so i think it's finding its way but i think it goes back to my point earlier about like who I think there is a big educational piece with this show. They're trying to educate certain people who are really in the dark with this sort of stuff. So, But I like it when it's more subtle.
0: Now, is there anything about this week's episode or Sex and the City and Just Like That at all that you came to say that you didn't get to say? Anything that you were dying to say off this week's episode?
2: I thought until we got here, this was a podcast about succession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've said all I want to say And I'm just, you know I'm just enjoying it Episode by episode I just want to say that I think
1: I think I've said it actually That Sarah Jessica Parker is I think she's a great actress And I really enjoy Watching what she does on it I think she does beautiful work
0: Well, if you're listening Sarah Jessica Parker As I can only assume you are Lee would love to be In an episode of Sex and the City And will worship you For any any, All at any time <laughs> $300 Three hundred dollars, will charge. Sold. No,
1: no buyout.
0: Sold. Three hundred dollars, and he doesn't want residuals. He just <laughs> and is... a hot best <laughs> and a hot fellas. Would you would you do it for a hot fellas play suit and three hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, listen, it's a, bad, it's a better deal than you're going to get. What I've just heard is he's going to cross the picket line mm. uh, in order to do a bottle episode. Just you and Lee talking. He'll be in a hot fellas uniform the whole time. You'll be doing your subtle acting. It's gonna be the greatest episode that anybody's never seen. Um <laughs> any hopes or dreams for Carrie and Aiden or anybody else in the show?
1: Oh, that's oh, well, I hope they don't get a Peloton.
0: <laughs> they should stay they
2: should stay well away from that. Stay
0: well away from the Peloton. I don't know.
2: I really hope we don't have any teenage pregnancy storylines.
0: Oh. Because
2: I'm not. Currently convinced the writers are going to handle that well. well.
0: Yeah, Mm. well, how could they? Because Charlotte will walk through a literal (laughs) snowstorm to bring (laughs) you condoms. There could be one actually with Brady...
2: He's yeah. quite off the rails, isn't he? He is, he is. He's
0: not reacting well to anything. No. He, he isn't a very pleasant person.
2: Is he in Europe? No. He's come back from Europe? No, he's come back. He's His
0: mum yeah. flew over to New York, but he's he sort of says, fuck you to his parents the whole time and yeah. says, oh, you fucked me up because you got divorced. Oh, um, yeah. He's yeah. not a, none oh, of the kids in this yeah. are very pleasant no. uh, they're, to their parents. They, I think probably quite nice people to other people, but not to their parents, as is often the way, I suppose. Thank you so much for coming over. This is my favourite thing to do, is to discuss – and just like that with uh, wonderful friends who uh, are happy to treat it like family at Christmas by criticising it roundly while enjoying it the whole time. You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist Watchers and just like that with me, Deborah Francis-Wyder, my very special guests, Cyrus Lowe and Lee Knight. The producer for The Spontaneity Shop was Tom Salinsky, The Guilty Feminist is part of the Acast Creator Network and just like that is on Max in the United States and Sky Comedy and now in the UK. See you next time for episode eight, 100 Years Ago.
2: I am a true artist, um, so I would have turned down the £300 um, Sorry, sorry. What are you sorry. saying,
0: Tom? Can you go closer to the mic? No, but the mic can get closer to me. <laughs> okay, sorry, yeah. Sorry. That's right. I'm sorry, sorry. Would you? you
3: communicate w- non-verbally. So, no, 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 no. It's so, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine.
0: It's fine. yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, go on. The Guilty Feminist is provided
3: exclusively from ACAST. Find it wherever you get your podcasts.